Riverside. How's everybody doing? Hope you're doing well. You are back with another episode of the It's Not Canon Show. I am your co-host, Chase Bank at your service, and uh, my counterpart, he's lying, he's lying. Ryan, how you doing? Man, how you doing? I know you're tired from a long night. Hey, man, you know what? I'm not going to complain. Has it been long? Yes. Yes, it has. But do I feel great right now? Oddly, I do. I'm probably going to crash in like two hours, but it is what it is. I think for because these things are recorded and just because it's so hilarious, I think you should just drop what happened at 1.30 in the morning and why you were sitting at an airport <laughs> a lot longer than you wanted to. <laughs> All right. Just a quick backstory. So uh, this morning, early this morning, I had to pick up my wife and my mother-in-law from the airport. So uh, my alarm goes off and... Their flight gets pushed back, so now I'm just, you know, laying in the bed, just contemplating life. Then I finally get up, and I make my way to the airport. So for all who, maybe I haven't stated this, but I'm from Chicago, and no, it's not a war zone as everybody depicts it. But, you know, there is some times where there could be a few conflicts from time to time. What city doesn't have those, you know, especially your major metropolitan cities? I just so happened to be pulling up, waiting on my wife. And if no one has ever went to, uh, came into O'Hare or Midway airports, um, throughout the day, if you're coming to either pick someone up or drop someone off, there's normally someone or they have workers outside that basically tell you, you can't stay there for more than five seconds and shoo you off. Seeing how I was there early in the morning, there was nobody outside. So I kind of went to the end of the terminal, the end of the B airport so to say and just kind of parked there and about a minute later i see nothing but red and blue lights start pulling up and like speeding down the street to get inside the airport and everybody's just jumping out all the police are jumping out and running inside of the airport my wife came out and my mother-in-law they told me that evidently it was like a domestic abuse um that happened in the airport. It was like people franicking, running everywhere. People were fighting. And long story short, I was at the airport for an excessively long time. And I am tired. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I've seen some things at airports um, in my travels that are kind of like, okay, that's weird. But to hear someone actually get into a physical altercation over, I think you said it was potential cheating was involved in this. Yes, potentially story. cheating. Potentially, yeah, cheating. potentially cheating on uh, on a, a significant other, causing a fight in an airport. That just like I just I picture in my head that that here's this here's this lady or here's this guy coming up this escalator from the from the the terminal with this boo, and here here's the boyfriend or girlfriend across the way with flowers waiting for him, and here, here's this one macking out someone else. And <laughs> that's just all going. But this is the thing that gets me. Like, who is this violent at one, almost two in the morning? It, it also kind of sounds like a parody of, like, you know how uh, Scary Movie did their scream stuff? It's like a parody of a romantic film. Like, that's how the film starts off. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> you see me running like this right now, but let me explain to you what happened to me in my yeah. and do a two days prior to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see these cops running behind me with tasers. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> it all started running. when yeah. here's this guy running down a shirt in a, bl- in a street in a black t shirt and just tidy whities just right. <laughs> <laughs> But we are diverging off of today's topic. Today we are talking about the NFL, the 2003 draft, and the rookies are starting to sign. So we can now kind of start having these conversations of where we think the 2003 season is going to go. Um, so we kind of want to just – we're going to have some bias. We're going to talk about our favorite teams. Uh and we're going to talk about some other teams that we think is going to do well this season. But I think we really want to kind of kick this off with what team, Chase, did you think had the big win in the draft this year? Um, the big win in the draft for me, I would say, dude, I, I, I'm almost at a tie between the Houston Texans and the Eagles. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's almost a tie for me. Well, obvious reasons why the Texans. I mean, they take the second and third overall picks with a nice trade and get the two top one, potentially the top quarterback. I'm biased in some fashions, and I'm not not sure that Bryce Young is going to be the quarterback that everyone thinks he's going to be. Yeah, um, dude, that's tough. Yeah, and, and C.J. Stroud is right there with him in that uh, category for me, too. Like, I, I see great things out of both of them. I just don't know who's it's going to be that battle of who is the better quarterback to be drafted at that point. And then the the Texans took the best offensive, uh, I'm sorry, defensive linebacker in the draft, Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, why do you think the Eagles may have had a really good draft? I think the Eagles potentially had a really good draft because they didn't have a lot of holes to fix. And if anything, their issues weren't really on the offensive end. It was more or less with the with the defense. And this isn't me calling anybody out or saying they didn't do their job because I'm not a professional athlete. I know I can't go out there and do it. But looking back at the Super Bowl, you know, all you had to make was maybe one to two stops to potentially either slow down Kansas City or take the ball back, and that was what I feel like they wanted to target was the capability of doing so. So with them targeting defense and specifically getting a lot of a lot of studs on the defensive end, so to say, I really feel like that could potentially help them catapult into maybe another um, division win this particular season. You? Yeah, I think the Eagles did really, really well. Um, they did lose a lot of players through the offseason, like every Super Bowl team ever does. Um, they so do. I wasn't really shocked by the amount of exodus. I mean, people want to get paid, right? Um, my, my, uh, See, I, I was on the fence. Everyone's going to say the Texans had probably the best draft because of their 2-3. But um, as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm kind of going through the other players that they picked up. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, I can see what they did there. Yeah, okay, I'm not, like, blown away by the rest of their draft picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I am that way with the Eagles, and I'm also that way with the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs just filled gaps, like small little gaps, making sure they had some pockets that they needed to fill taken care of. Um, those are the, like... 
I really want to say that the Texans are going to be something in two years. I, I think they that they are entering the conversation with the decisions that they're making. Is this year going to be the year for them? Not with the draft class that they had. They, this is this is too many fresh bodies for them. They're they're your, your they're their your stereotypical young team now that needs about a year to get get everything under under wraps. Um, so I think. We're potentially seeing a repeat of the Eagles Chiefs this year just based off of what they did with the drafts, what they did with the offseason. Um I mean, there's always that 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 thought of the Super Bowl slump where the Eagles and the Chiefs might get tired, they may not be able to get us there, maybe we'll get some fresh teams, but I think they're gonna be in the conversation, not just for this year, but um for the next two or three years based off of just their picks alone this year. Um and the people that they re-signed and keeping around and that want to stay around. Um, who do you think had the worst draft this year? <laughs> okay, let me just start off by saying I am no way, shape, form an expert, but I do have to look at the Cowboys and be really hit. I scratch my head with a lot of stuff that they did. Like, why yeah. did you do that? Or you know, you they really wanted um what's my man's name? Um is it Vanderbilt, the yep. tight end that, that Buffalo went ahead and snatched from them? If yeah. you really, really wanted them, you could have went and got them. Buffalo took Kincaid in the first so, round. That's the one I think that's that they were yeah. And they, they had a number two too, and I think that went to someone else too. <laughs> 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 I do. And you can tell the guy's going to be a stud. He has a super dope last name, Kincaid. Like, it's, yeah, it screams I'm a football player. Uh, there's no way as a, oh my as, God. A, as a Giants fan that if I wanted to branch out and buy a Kincaid jersey just because of the way it sounds, I would not buy it in a, in a Cowboys jersey. So I'm glad I went to Buffalo because I would buy it in the Buffalo jersey. So, uh, Not to mention, the Cowboys all offseason have been doing very questionable things. Like, you gave the play calling back to, and I know, I, I know that we're going off topic here, but you gave the play calling back to Mike McCarthy, and you let your offensive coordinator walk. Yep, they they drafted uh, Luke Shoemaker in the second round as the tight end. I mean, you needed somebody, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, his grades are not that bad at all, but. I mean, there was other tight ends that went before him that were that they they should have moved up and potentially grabbed four. Um, like Michael Myers Myers was on the board still. Like here you are, <laughs> you could have taken some some decent players. And, and, and again, I, I'm very they they did some questionable things. Yeah, who do you think had the worst in your opinion? Uh, Will Levis. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. It's not a team with Will Levis. I mean, I felt bad for that poor man after, I think, pick 15, and he's still still sitting in that room. Um, uh, I Good out of the Titans to pick up a, a good second-string potential starter quarterback in the second round. I mean, that is a – if, if they continue a pace with uh, whoever they have, I forget his name right now. Um, Tannehill. I think Tannehill is the store, store the uh, starter there. Um, if they start with him and <laughs> Levis is for now, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If Levis sits for even like five, six games and Tannehill's like you know gets injured like he usually does, 
um, or they just, you know, do like what every team does is you lose four out of your five games, you're benching you. Levis has a chance there. Um, and that team is kind of solid around, are all around and missing a couple small things. But I think that's a, a very good team for him to go to. Um, I couldn't picture him with the Colts. I couldn't picture him with the Texans. I couldn't picture him with uh, the Panthers. So Titans made the sense. Like I, I figured he was going to go Raiders in a surprise pick, right? Um, but seeing him going with the Titans, I thought that was a very logical pick for them. And I think they just got lucky that he was still sitting there. So I wonder what that dropped. That dropped was like, like, wait, what? He, he's still on the board? Do we just want to double check this? Triple check that. Is he still on the board? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're telling and, me that, you know, that, him? I, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention, I'm not going to lie, he kind of looks like a Tennessee Titan. Like, yeah, yeah, he does. Some, I don't know. It just looks like he fits that yeah. mold. So maybe hopefully him and um other do, 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 I'm forgetting the Tennessee's head coach name. Oh my god, I like the, the guy Mike Grayball. Hopefully uh, him and Mike Grayball like connect and it and it works. I mean that that'd be great. I mean I, I'm always a big believer that if you're not like the top top rated, like you're not po- fully polished ready to go for prime time football, I think you should sit a year just way so you can get at least get comfortable. Um, or have lower expectations for your team. Like I, I hate seeing these teams come out and say we got the best quarterback that we got in the draft, and we're gonna go win to get to the playoffs. You're gonna hurt your fans with that. That's not gonna be the case with some of these rookies. They're not. They're not prone for this yet. Um, just few and far between that actually get you there. Um, so yeah, all for uh, for Levis potentially being a backup for right now, and then potentially starting midseason or uh, even next season. But we'll see. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the you know the, there's a quarterback battle and he ends up starting the season anyway. So great, yeah. Especially with Mike Tannehill. So no yeah. shade, definitely no shade, but it's Mike Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with <laughs> with that, we we never got a chance because we really wanted to kind of kick this thing off prior to when we did. But I mean, let, let's kind of just quickly overview. I think the best improved team. Um, out of, we can now include the draft, the best improved team that, in your mind after the draft and after free agency. Best improved. Huh. Da, 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 da. Best improved? Yep. Easily Carolina. Really? Easily Carolina. Yes, best improved, that. definitely. It's not what no, I do. Like, man, they made some, they made some serious moves. Um, they got pretty decent. Uh, granted, I'm not a huge believer in uh, Bryce Young. I'm not a huge believer. But what they were able to compile and put together has been pretty nice. Um, it should be a competent team that can compete depending on how they play together and the the chemistry that they're able to build. I mean, dude, have, have you seen Bryce Young in, like, the helmet and, and the practice gear at all? Yeah, so I, I kind of read a quick article off my phone that when apparently he showed up practice, fans were surprised of how short he was. Yes, that is exactly where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, is that a kid out there? Nah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the thing is, he's not like people like think that he's so short. He's technically about this almost the same. Like I think he's like a quarter inch shorter than Kyle, Kyler Murray. Dude, I they they had a better come up as a team, but I'm really concerned. I I hope that offensive line can block. I really hope they can block, or you know, he he's one of the quarterbacks that like one, two, three, throw the ball away because right. I I don't want to see him get hurt, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, see, I thought you. Dude, were how's he going to see over the lineman? He's going to have to drop back further. It's not going to be a five step. It's going to be seven or eight steps. Jesus Christ! Seven, eight, that's in a small little jump. I'm just kidding. That's just mean. I'm I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, but I thought you were going to say the Jets. To be honest with you, but the moves that they made. Oh man, I forgot about the Jets. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. They I mean they were a competent team last year. That defense was no joke. They just added a, a great, in my opinion, great wide receiver. They added a top top tier quarterback. I can't say the greatest because that title now belongs officially to Tom Brady. That is no contest even as a Giants fan. We have to admit to it. It's not. Yeah. We so we, we all have to be okay with that. And um, yeah, I mean, like you got Aaron Rodgers at the helm, who's going to be calling plays on the field. So yeah, and he's reunited with someone that he's he really loves as an offensive mindset coach. Like this is this team. I don't want to say gives me hope because I made that mistake when Brett Favre went to the Jets, and we know how long mm-hmm. that panned out. So I'm hoping we don't relive a Green Bay Packer going to the Jets debacle. Um, but I want to be one of the first to make the joke that okay, well at least he's, we know he's there for two years and then one year with the Vikings, but. Uh, I don't want to make that joke yet. I really hope that this is a this is a move that gives Aaron Rodgers what he wants out of it. Gives the Jets something to actually brag about because let's face it, you've been in a division with the Patriots who you could barely ever beat. You have the Bills that you have to compete with all all the time now, and Miami. You weren't looking the strongest out of all those teams, and yes, we're talking about the Patriots with Mac Jones at the helm. It's still the Patriots. Um, it's still Belichick calling it is. play. So, um, you know, the only thing that I would give, yeah, I, I honestly, I haven't ever been excited for the Jets ever, but I am now. And the only thing that I do give them is that when people come up and play the Jets, you still have to play their defense. Mm-hmm. It's not just Aaron Rodgers and their offense you have to worry about. Like that defense is overtly stacked. Like, in my opinion, Sauce is the best cornerback in this league right now. That's just my opinion. I know, you know, we could debate that and everybody has on. But me, from what I saw, my eye test told me that that guy right there, you don't throw his way. It's like Revis High at all. Again. Are they going to call it Sauce? Essentially. <laughs> Sauce's corner. Uh <laughs> But, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there's they, they're they're putting some like no nah, he was dipped in sauce today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I just I think they're they're potentially and this is just us seeing it on paper. We're not experts. We're not we're not saying that we are. But I think they could be almost the most completed NFL team right now going into the new season. Agreed. Yeah. 
I mean, you have the Eagles that were the, the, the most completed team last year, but they lost some, like, they lost Miles Sanders. They lost some key players that they drafted for and picked up a few in free agency. But I still think the Jets may have got the most completed team in the NFL right now. But now let's see if they can actually do something with it. That's that's the big thing with these teams. You can be complete, but can you play complete? Yeah, and not to mention, is Aaron Rodgers going to come in and be, like, really, really invested right? in not just the season, but the overall team, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how's this going to work? How's this going to go? In my opinion, you know, if it was if it was Tom Brady, you already know, the second Tom got traded, the second he found out who his offensive weapon is going to be, he is going to be at voluntary training caps. He's going to be there. He's going to be getting the snaps in. He's going to be throwing. And it's just Aaron Rodgers, the same work ethic isn't there. I'm curious. So that is very concerning. I'm I'm curious if it's going to be there, like, because he's going to a new team. Like, is he going to put the effort in that he didn't put in last year? Um, Time will tell, right? I mean, I know practices have started. I don't know if he was there yet. Um. I haven't really been following their offseason as much as I've been following other things in life. So um, I'm not quite sure where it's going to be. I mean, I'm always going to remember Terry Bradshaw literally saying, Terry Bradshaw is probably, in my opinion, one of the, the most entertaining commentators on television with football. And when he called oh, out, oh, he's hilarious! Yeah, when he went full serious and called out Tom, uh, called out Aaron Rodgers this year for not making the playoffs, and it's not your team's fault; it's your fault. I thought that delivered a heavy message that people with egos, people that think um, that they shouldn't be reporting these things, this is what happens. Like you, you need to spend time as a team, bonding, getting things down. You think just four weeks of uh, preseason is going to get you there? Nah, that's not gonna get you there. Nope. Not with new receivers. Not not with with a new running core. Whatever. You you need time. You need to build that chemistry. So, yeah, man, I'll be interested to see how that goes. Um, but let's see the... I'm definitely gonna be watching this heavy. Yeah. Um, but let's jump into our bias moment of the day. Um, and I'll let you go first. We 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 wanted to kind of give you a uh, biased and very biased. I'm sure it will be. Or at least one, possibly two of us, on what our views are for our favorite teams, and I will let you talk about those Bears, sir. Okay, well, it's not a favorite team; it's the hometown team, which I do still support because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has now left the division, so <laughs> it is now up for grabs. Do I think we could win win the division? No, no, I do not. Do I think we could be comfortable? <laughs> Do we think we can be competent? Yes. Yes, I do. Now, um, granted, it's graded as one of the easier schedules. I still don't see it that way, in my opinion. But there are some winnable toss-up games here, uh, more or less because the way I look at our schedule, are we really facing a lot of elite quarterbacks? No. No, we're not. So I would like to say, let's go Bears. Let's uh, get these dubs out here. Um, the roster has been significantly improving there are still some holes on our defensive end so i think we're trying to win more football games on the offensive side and we still do have a lot of money in cap space so 
we don't need to throw all the money in one basket just yet, but I do think that the Bears will be better than last season. I don't even want to put a record or a number on anything because I don't want to jinx us at all. I just want us to be okay and competitive. That's all I got for the Chicago Bears. I think that um, we're finally investing money on the offensive side and not overpaying a bunch of linebackers. So that I am happy about. And also, Justin Fields, please, 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 please be great. (laughs) Also, if anyone didn't know, I'm a huge Ohio State fan, so let's go Ohio. <laughs> all right. Do you, all right. I don't know the other team. Do you want to talk about your Ravens? Uh, my Ravens. Uh, <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> I'm so worried. Because, <laughs> man, like we signed Lamar. Perfect. Great. Him and Odell are now practicing with everybody else. They have a new offensive coordinator. And, dude, the Bengals are not going anywhere, man. Like, if you look at the Bengals, there's nobody of a big name that is on their defense that you could really, really say, like, oh, my God, they have such and such. But the fact that they play a complete team defense is very, very scary. Yeah. And then the fact is Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, Joe Breezy, like, that man is the second best quarterback in this league, and you got to face him twice, and he's in the same division. So... I'm worried. All in all, I don't think any of my teams are going to be like have like Super Bowl contending teams. I just think I just want them to be competitive. So here we are. You also forget that there's a potential because it it happened last year where they may have to face the Bengals three times once in the playoffs a week after they just played them beforehand. (laughs) So yeah, that that is uh, that is a very hard division. The Bengals, like you said, ain't going anywhere anytime soon. I think the Ravens are a very solid number no. two. Um, I don't think Pitt is going to do anything special this year. Um, and no, when, but, dude, there are no easy wins with Pittsburgh. No, no, no. But, I, I mean, it, it's going to be a grueling game. I can't imagine the Browns are doing anything out of that division. Um, for your, your Bears division, I can't imagine um, Green Bay – really holding down that division. So it's Vikings, really, I guess, at this point. It's Vikings to lose. I think that – no, I feel like Detroit is actually going to win it because they were mm-hmm. – weren't they like the top offense last season? I believe. I, I, I think so. They are like top offense or something like that last season. But I, I, know, I know they had some I, I feel like they're going to be pretty solid. I mean, I was going to buy – Oh, man, those are pretty good games. Yeah, man, they were really good. They were definitely good. Um, so let's let's get into uh, the nitty gritty here and let's talk about my Giants. Um, my heart right now mm-hmm. is still semi broken that we don't have Barkley f- officially signed and we may be losing Barkley, who I think is a, a player for our franchise, not just for the community, but for for the way he treats everyone in the locker room and how he looks like as a, as a leader. With that said, we Great did pick up so many players. And for anyone that's a video game player, I am a Madden player. And if you don't know this, here's a little tip of secret. You can download the roster 
for the new uh, season through Madden, through like the downloaded uh, rosters. So you can actually play with some of these rookies with the grades that the ESPN provided if you find the file. Now you got to keep up with it because it's not always up there. Madden will take it down. But I downloaded it just to kind of see what we're looking at for, for the season. I am very impressed with how far we have come as a team. Um, we have a great tight end now, thanks to that trade with the Raiders. Um, our defense looks pretty good. Something I, I mean, we, we signed Dexy Lexi to a uh, sexy De- uh, Dexy to a nice long-term deal. So our defensive tackle position, something that I feel like we never took really serious, is now lined up nicely. Um, offensive line still looks pretty well. Uh, we have to compete against the Eagles, and we have to play them twice a year, potentially a third time if we make it to the playoffs. That that is a hard, hard feat to to come by. Um, I think we still have All the wins. Over, yeah, I, I think I think we have the wins over the Washington. I, I don't see, see that being anything different from that. I think Washington has too much drama this year to outside of it to actually have them do anything decent this year. Um, Cowboys, man, after last year, I want to say it's an easy win for the Giants. You just got to wait for our uh, Dax Prescott to throw an interception. Uh, so, uh, and, and with the, the crazy picks that they're doing this year, the crazy signings, I don't know what they're really doing. Um, I know I, I have had the theory when I was watching them sign some of the free agents that oh, they're just trying to make sure they can hold down the Eagles and make sure the Eagles don't score on them. And then they started signing some other players. I'm like, I really don't know what they're doing. I think either Jerry Jones is losing his goddamn mind or, you know, they're just winging it. Like, they forgot they had to do this shit. Um, so <laughs> I, I think the Giants, is go- it's going to be a battle for the second place with the Cowboys. Um, I mean, if, if the Eagles slump, which I don't think the Eagles will um, – it could be it could be challenging if, but more importantly, if the Giants do not capture Barkley before this is over with, before July, we are we're struggling. We do not have, in my opinion, a good running back core without Barkley. And, Agreed. And Barkley is a big part of our offense. And do I believe Daniel Jones has more weapons this year? That's going to give him abilities to make plays. Absolutely. He's got two tight ends that can catch. Technically three. You have uh, about three to four decent wide receivers once they're all back and healthy by preseason. Um, He's got weapons, right? But what he's going, everyone knows him for is to hand that ball off or a quick slant pass over to Barkley. You lose that. He's one-winged at that point, and we have an issue. So I think it's going to be a battle for second place. Do I think they're going to get where they were last year? Yeah, I can see them making the playoffs. It's going to be dirty. It's going to be ugly, but they'll make it. But that's what the Giants do. They're always, they're always playing a little ugly. I mean, look about their Super Bowl wins. They they were having losing seasons and won the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, the helmet Great. catch, we can talk about that. Like, that is not a normal catch. That is a dirty, dirty catch. That is not clean. It is a helmet catch. Um, so, yeah. But you got a point. It wasn't pretty at all. No, we don't play pretty, but I love that. That's what I love about the Giants is we're gritty, man. We we will make you freaking take it from us. You have to beat us in the trenches, and you need to start up, stop our running game, and that's why I like the Giants. Um, but if you don't have Barkley, it, it, it's, I think you're – I mean, the only thing – who who's that one that they're, we keep on hearing on? Derrick Henry. 
might be on the trade block somewhere. Um, do, yeah. Do they make a play for Derrick Henry at that point? Like, I, I don't know. Did Kareem Hunt sign anywhere? I think he did. Like, we're we're struggling at that point. I mean, do you make a play for Aguilar with the with the Falcons since they signed, uh, drafted that kid out of uh, out of the draft this year, Benjamin? Um, and try to get a decent run game out of it. I know there, there's there's the options are very slim if you lose Barkley. And furthermore into that, where does Barkley go? Um, like all these teams have, like there's no way the Bills are signing him. There's no the only teams I can think of is maybe Rams, Chargers, Miami. I don't, I really don't know where Barkley would go. To be honest with you. Chargers really? They still got Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler was I thought it was rumored to be talked that he wanted out for a little bit too. So I think they said they were trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean that that would be a play, right? I mean so it it will be it needs to happen. We have, I know there's a couple more weeks before that uh that comp that, that, that deadline comes and let me tell you that day that we record and Barkley's not part of the Giants is going to be a sad day. We will be playing sad music. I will be moping around here. <laughs> we will talk about something really sad that day because it'll just fit my mood. <laughs> so um Shall I get one of the small violins that you can play yeah. between your fingers? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to sit here and go, you know what? Screw this podcast. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here eating a pint and ice cream, covering a blanket, crying. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fetal position. <laughs> yeah. Why did he leave me? I don't understand. <laughs> so, but. Uh, and then yeah, I'll just man. be over here with the small violin between my fingers. <laughs> I got you, man. Um, what teams do you think are going to surprise us this year so teams that I feel like there's always teams that drop off and teams that come up and everyone's like oh my god where did they come from so all right what team will actually be a surprise I think that the Saints are going to be a surprise but they won't go far. Okay. Because yeah. I feel like dip. Yeah, because I feel like you need a Derek Carr. He's growing up. He makes the right plays. Like he knows how to win games with close to nothing. And I feel like he he will be able to give the Saints some extra wins, especially on like those 50-50 games where go either way. I feel like he can make the right play. So I feel like they'll be a surprise, but. It's not going to be one of those like, oh, my God, they're going to be very competitive. Not when it comes to the playoffs, but they will be a surprise. Very fair. Very fair. Who you got? I think the Seahawks, man. I think I think the Seahawks, they oh, did. Yeah. I, know, I get you with the good ones. <laughs> yeah, I think the Seahawks are I, they they should they were shocked last year. I didn't think they would be where they were, but I think they, they made some good plays with the draft. And I think they did some good things through the offseason. That I think it's not one and done. I think we're going to see them there again. Um, I, I think. Dude, Pete Carroll and the NFL draft. This man is great. Just great. Yeah. I, I, there's something. We've, we thought for a while that it was going to be the Rams and the Niners in that in that conference, right? Like that, that in that division, that those two were teams are going to be it. It just feels like it's going to be the Seahawks Niners to run. Like if. The smartest thing 
and this this always will blow my mind. Geno Smith was in the playoffs leading a team. No one thought that kid could do it. <laughs> Pete Carroll's like, no, this guy can do it. He can definitely do it. <laughs> Geno <my> Smith. <laughs> I remember the day that Geno Smith was drafted to the Jets, and everyone's like, well, they have Mark Sanchez. Why do you need Geno Smith? Geno Smith's going to be the backup to Mark Sanchez. Well, who is this Geno Smith? He gets then uh, over to the Giants as the backup there for a little bit, learning from Eli. And then he ends up with the Seahawks in the long end of the story. But this kid can do it. Like, I'm happy for him. And so it's a, it's a win story. It's an underdog win story. And I think the Seahawks are going to surprise us this year. I still have my doubts on Geno Smith. I don't think he could do it two years in a row. I hate to be that, that devil's advocate guy, but I really – Really don't believe he'll do it again. So hopefully I'm proven wrong. Um, We'll see. But, you know, he has all the tools that he, he needs to be successful because all you got to do is just throw it anywhere in the circumference of DK Metcalf and that guy will just get it. So, so like, seriously, so- that guy is a – he's like a unicorn. <laughs> so let's uh, – before we wrap this up, I got to – I got a, cr- I a crazy idea. Let's do this. Let's call it crazy predictions right now. Real quick. The two teams, right as this stands right in this moment, in your head, the two teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl next year, your crazy prediction. If I have to just have to throw it out there, I would say, mm, man, I'll say AFC. I'll start with the AFC. Okay. I will go with the Bengals. All right. I think they are absolutely positively going to crush Buffalo again, and then they will win a tight game against the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. Okay. And for the NFC, I know they don't – we haven't seen repeats potentially ever, but I will have the Eagles going back again. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to go really wild, dude. Yes. I'm going Niners. And I'm going to go the Jets. Yeah, that's going. Yeah. That's that's wild. Dude, if they went up, that is. But you know what? If they ended up in the Super Bowl, money well spent. Yeah, right. Speaking, right, yeah. Speaking um, of money well spent, are the Jets not paying anybody? I just thought about it. Aaron Rodgers will get fifty million dollars. So that was one thing that they were holding up on was uh, not just only uh, the the amount that they would get for Aaron Rodgers and picks, but how they're paying it out. You know, they're probably splitting it between the team, or he restructures structure. That makes sense now. Because did you see that? Uh, what is it? Is it Quentin Williams, their defensive tackle that that, that they absolutely love? Mm-hmm. He's very unhappy about the fact that he hasn't gotten another contract, and it makes sense because they're paying Aaron Rodgers right now. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, hmm, that's very true. Didn't think about that, but yeah, there's. It'll be interesting to see. None of that information has been released yet, so we don't know. To my knowledge, it has been released yet. What the how how they're paying him, or I don't know if he's going to fully agree to terms with the Jets in some fashion, or they're just taking on what he has already. 
So it'll be interesting to see um, how that plays out. But I'm I'm calling for the Niners and the Jets. I think I would like to see different teams. You know, what I, mean? I see it every year. Let's Hold on. Different teams. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Who is going to be the quarterback for the Niners? Purdy. It's absolutely Purdy. I, you can't tell me it's not Purdy. I don't disagree. <laughs> so who who's going to take Trey Lance then? No one. Where does he's he going to sit back up to uh, Purdy. What about they got a third string? Who's the third string? You know, it doesn't matter. Okay, so you think they're really going to keep both of them on the same team? Right now, yeah. Lance won't go until next year, I think. I think that's when uh, they'll try to move Lance off. Um, I, I think it's going to be Purdy's job, and I think the third string's a veteran. I forget who the veteran is that's on the team right now, so he's going to be learning from the veteran quarterback. Sam Bradford. No, it's not. No way is it Sam Bradford. I think he is on that team. Uh-uh, now I got to look this up. Um, da 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 Wait, not Sam. Oh, wait, Sam Bradford. I'm getting him mixed up with the other guy. Um, Wow, this is sad. He yeah. went to USC. He started for the Jets. He got traded to Carolina. And he got to beat out Baker, which he did, but then he ended up losing the starter position. What was his name? You know what's sad is when you first really look this up to say, who who's the start, Who's the quarterbacks for the 49ers? They only give you like the history of the quarterbacks. Not... <laughs> <laughs> is it Blaine? Uh, no, it's not Blaine Dabber. This is gonna hurt me. Apart. I gotta go to the roster page. But anyway, before we really kill our time, just trying to figure out who this person is on a podcast, which is nothing but dead air at that point. I'll let you look it up, and we'll I'll kind of give the, the the quick overviews of what to expect over the next couple of weeks. So we want to again thank you guys for all tuning in. We do appreciate the support. We are seeing the numbers grow, which we are very happy about. So uh, we want to start giving you guys some previews on some things that what's coming up and trying to have a little bit more structure with the stuff. But first thing I want to do is let you guys know, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us at It's Not Canon Show. And be on the lookout for our YouTube channel, which we'll probably be launching sometime next month where we already have our first video planned out. It's uh, game night, date night, and it's going to be myself, Chase here, and our two lovely uh, spouses in a game of skulls, a board game that we'll be playing as an emulator online and watching us play and have some fun and just, you know, make fun of each other and have all that, all that uh, jazz. Uh, for the next, uh, do, you, do you have the answer yet before I get into the next show? I don't. You know, I'm blanking out, so you can keep going. Hey, if, you're, if you follow us and give us the answer, we'll be really appreciated. Like I said, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at It's Not Canon Show. Um, and, of course, now next week's topic for you guys, so you guys are aware of what we'll be talking about. We're going a little bit more serious next week. We're going to talk about mental health, um, something that uh, Chase and I definitely, definitely what kind of keyed us off on starting this podcast was a conversation about mental health. So that will be next week, followed by... The most important topic after uh, mental health, I mean, mental health is number one, but after that, it's always Rick and Morty. But with that, Chase, say goodbye to everyone. Hey, everybody. We want to... His name was Sam Bradford. Darnold. Sam Darnold. It's Sam Darnold. He's on the 49ers roster right this now. This is probably the best outro we'll ever record. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and let me try this one more time. And Chase, say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> 
everybody thank you again we appreciate all the love any feedback you have for us feel free to send it out um by all means always and forever stay powerful stay pre precise and stay protected